so we're live so well we're not live we're pre-recorded live hey uh so hi everyone welcome to the nerdy up north podcast the nerdy <laughs> podcast we uh hosted by northern nerds i'm one of your hosts and the other host isn't here sammy's fucked off but we are joined by another host and it's he's busy taking a captain's role today it's daddy discord himself highly hi the demolition daddy <laughs> the demolition here. daddy oh <laughs> goodwill's gonna get that in a sound bite and have it on his ringtone as we speak there so yes um with me being let's shall we say a little bit under the weather and doctor's orders is to rest and funny enough to do things i like to try and keep me brain occupied i thought hmm, i'll do a few extra episodes of the nerdy up north podcast when i can fit in and see who wants to join me and the first person who put his hand up in the air and said, please, 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 can we do a demolition man? So me being the arsehole I am went, okay, but I'm not going to just going to give you a demolition man episode. We did a vote. So I made it hard for Lee. And I don't know if he bribed people or fixed the vote. I think it smashed it, didn't it? Yeah, no one else come close to it. And I can't remember who was on the um, I think more rats might have been second. Yes, more that, rats. Uh, that'll need a review at some point. Well, we've definitely. done it. We have done a Kevin Smith episode, but uh, we could work, work them through, and hopefully, if Donna, Donna's feeling a little bit better sooner as well, we could get um, get Donna on because she is a Kevin Smith aficionado, um, like the nerd meister herself. Uh, trying to think of an appropriate name for Donna at this time during the day as well, because. Uh, even though it is pre-recorded, wink, wink. Um, if, <laughs> if this will be going out at one o'clock. <laughs> so yes, Lee, Lee is at work working hard now. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yes. So, <laughs> so before we do like get into the talks and stuff, why did why were you so keen on Demolition Man and Lee? Um, it's the greatest action movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm a massive fan of Stallone. I've seen everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Except for Rhinestone, mm-hmm. because I just I don't want to put myself through that. So this right. is one singing and dancing the country music. Just, <laughs> I've, I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Um, I, actually, I, I think I only heard of it after watching a few of the Rambo films. And you look back at it, like this was before in the internet days where you can go idea IMDb someone and basically see the whole backlog and catalogs. You had to actually do your research and um how did you use magazines and shit like that or how did we actually research it as a kid i don't know i think i just watched everything that uh the radio times <laughs> told us was on the telly oh now that's going back going back to the christmas times i still get the radio yeah. times of christmas and highlight the things that you want to watch um since sky came about it's taken away the fun a little bit now and streaming and stuff but yeah. we used to remember all the movie premieres and stuff like that but yes so with that Sammy not being here, she's baby basically babysitting kittens. Um, and uh, like the kittens have got fleas, she hasn't got fleas. Well, we don't. That's debatable there. I don't know how much body hair Sammy has on her to have keys, but uh, fleas. Sorry, that's something that we can ask at, at a later date. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yes. So I'll do a disclaimer because I always get this wrong and I always say something uh, um a bit naughty when I shouldn't do. So I'll try and do it perfect just for Sammy and her fleas. So everything discussed in tonight's episode, or today's episode, uh, 
are our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss our, uh, any topic from tonight's episode, please come and join our Facebook group or Discord, uh, and we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone come for us and tell us our opinions are wrong. Uh, we can agree to disagree on, in fandoms. Let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism there. So not as not as clean, as not as, as approachable as Sammy, but that's my gruff, angry uh, way, shall we say. So yes. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lee, you're biased. So Lee is basically fighting with Beth to get the title of number one fan for the Nerdy Up North group. I don't know uh, who has watched the most content out of the two of you now. Um, I don't think I can see her in in the chat today, so she'll be fuming that she's missed out on this daytime special. She'll probably be in bed, or she'll probably be eating another bowl of cereal there. So um, She's pro- she's probably beaten us on um, podcast viewing hours, but uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm top on Twitch. Top Twitch. So. It's, it's that goodwill. <laughs> Can't get enough of that goodwill. The goodwill porn now. So, yes. <laughs> um, so, let's talk about the movie. So, when was the last time you watched Demolition Man? Or how many times have uh, you watched Demolition Man? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I, I watched it two days ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's I've watched it over 100 times, definitely. There's no doubt about that. So, would you say this one is one of Stallone's best? Because that's going to be a hard... Uh, like. Quite a strong thing to throw out. Oh, it's it's the funnest that he's done. Right. I don't know what he's. I would say his best is maybe his mm-hmm. Rocky. Right. Yeah. Fair play. Though so I don't see this as a Stallone film. I think if you take uh, Wesley Snipes out of this and Simon Phoenix, this would be a mediocre film at best. Like, yeah. It is like. What a joy and just basically how much fun Wesley Snipes is having as as Simon Phoenix in this movie. Like Stallone can just phone it in and just re- rein in the coattails because he is very much just playing it by the numbers when you watch it back. And not a shit on Stallone. I, I do like Stallone. Um, like I think some of the stuff he's doing now is some of his best work. Tulsa King is one of the best TV shows I've seen um, in the last since since The Sopranos. Uh, and that's a bold statement I'll make, and I'll stand by that one. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Stallone is... I think he is very much Judge Dredd in this movie, just without the mask. Yeah. Yeah, very. Um, uh, about um, the Simon Phoenix thing, mm-hmm. so Wesley Snipes is perfect as him. Yeah. Do you know who was originally meant to be Simon Phoenix, who he oh. wanted? Oh, coming up with the facts Jack- already now, so yes. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Really? That was who we wanted. But right. um, in, in Asian movies, they don't apparently like people that have been heroes for all these years to be mm-hmm. suddenly cast as a villain because right. they have like a fear of being typecast into that role permanently. Well, that kind of but, fucked Jet Li with basically uh, <laughs> Lethal Weapon 4, wasn't it? Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. But I don't think it would have worked as well with Jackie Chan. No. I don't think anyone else could have played Simon Phoenix any better. Um, just the sheer magnitude and mag uh, what a badass yes um but the whole premise of this is absolutely crazy but is it so crazy now with a lot of the shit that's coming out and a lot of the stuff that basically in this movie you think oh it's too far-fetched it's too uh outrageous and now we're living and getting close to that time it's like 
you know, you, you can see certain things going that way and going going towards that uh, political lands, landscape, shall we say? Yeah. Um. Uh, someone commented on the um the post that you put in the mm. Facebook page earlier on, saying this is more like a, um it's not a non-fiction movie. Oh, it's a non-fiction <laughs> movie now, mm. and it's getting closer to the idiocracy kind mm. of feel. Oh, now we're using um, big words now. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's it's predicted so many things, which I'll I've I've got a list of things that it has predicted, but mm -hmm. I'll just see if the chat can uh, can try and join in and see if they can pick out any things but other... that they know that Demolition Man has predicted Sorry. before we get onto them. Definitely. But coming back to like the cast, because with any type of like sci-fi or action movie, like it lives and dies by the main two the the good guy and the bad guy, and these two play off each other as well. One thing I do love about this as well is the supporting cast. I think everything, everyone in this plays it so simply and so naivety as well. I think that's probably the best word. Like Sandra Bullock, the only criticism I can give Sandra Bullock is what was she fuck was she thinking with her eyebrows during this movie? They are like when you watch them <laughs> back, it it just takes like your focus point. It just looks like someone's shaved their eyebrows off and drawn a, like a line on a pencil, and it just doesn't move. But yeah, um, that that was my hot take from Sandra Bullock <laughs> on the Demolition Man. But yeah, everyone else, and I, I, haven't, say, I haven't actually noticed her eyebrows. No, you're gonna have to. You'll never, you'll never not see her eyebrows. Now I'm pointing them out. They are absolutely ridiculous. But just like say her character in it as well, the growth and how it goes on, like say is quite uh, interesting and naive. Um, like the other police officer as well, the chief, I've forgotten his name now, but he just, he wanted a punch in his face just because he was so single-minded and quite um, intolerant to anyone else's views yeah. and stuff as well. So for such a... I love that... Um... Sandra Bullock is the most competent police officer in that whole department. <laughs> because... like, she's the one that finds out where the doctor's car's gone at the beginning and tracks mm -hmm. down Simon Phoenix. Mm -hmm. All the other police officers try and fight uh, Phoenix and just get mm -hmm. their asses kicked. But she, I, I can't remember who it is that she beats up, but uh, she, she kicks the hell out of some dude later on. And it's great that the reason... She's like the only one that can fight. The, the reason why she's so good as well is because she went back and watched 90s and 80s films. <laughs> oh yeah, where, where did you learn to kick like that? Jackie Chan movies. Yep. <laughs> uh, that, I don't know if that's like a reference back to uh, Jackie Chan originally being casted. Potentially to be cast as that. Potentially, I could see that certainly uh, going that way, but um, but definitely. Like, so and uh, what was it? Rob Schneider was in it as well uh, when he was like yeah. taking the piss out of. Uh, Stallone for not knowing the most uh, country. doesn't know how to use the three seashells. <laughs> Who the fuck knows how to use it? I know you have been debating this all morning, but like, say, can please someone help me? I don't want a live demonstration of how they works, but can someone either in the chat or can you t tell me how the three seashells work? Because that's something that I, I say in my imagination, I don't want to try and imagine how it would work, but if someone could tell me, it, it would be interesting. So... If, if you can just, uh, are you trying to think of an easy way to s describe it there? Like? <laughs> um, I mean, even even Sylvester Sloan's came out and said uh, the way he thinks it is, is you use two for nipping anything off like excess. But why? And but then I, using I, I, the third I, to scrape. But I don't know if the Americans poo differently to me. Um, I don't need to nip <laughs> anything off. I've never had to yeah. nip anything off. It kind of doesn't um i know we like said taking the level if anyone's having the dinner at this moment 
Get in. Uh, but yeah, I've never had to nip anything off. So a seashell to nip, just, yeah. Um, and to be fair, to wipe with them things, don't look comfortable either way you use it or either way you turn to use it as well. Oh, it's it's making us cringe. Just like <laughs> even thinking about scraping a seashell down my arm. Yep. It's just like that, that scratching feeling. Just... And like, see, let's be, uh... let's be honest, it's one of the most sensitive areas of the body as well. It's not something that you want something yeah. rough and... Um, unrelenting, shall we say, going near type thing. So, yeah, um, I I think, again, the three seashells was always an odd thing that they put in, but it was it was kind of like a piss take all the way through and the joke went through all the way the, through the film. So the way that the seashells came about mm-hmm. is the guy writing it or directing it, I can't remember, mm-hmm. was trying to think of, because uh, they were doing a scene about Stallone going to the toilet in the future. Mm-hmm. He went, what can I do to make this seem futuristic? He had no ideas, right? And he rang his mate, who was who went into the bathroom mm-hmm. and went, oh, I, can't, I can't think of anything. I've mm-hmm. got some seashells there as a decoration, and the guy was just like, I'll make it work, right? <laughs> and that's that's it. That's the whole backstory. Wow, the seashells, <laughs> nothing else. So, so the <laughs> the reason behind like the mind boggling question that will probably rain on and the just. Dis- and the debate will always go on when it comes to this movie is because someone didn't know how they would basically wipe their ass in the future. And it's worrying, like, if he rang a different mate and his mate goes into the bathroom, he's like, oh, I've got a, a, a an ornament of a duck a or duck. something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Imagine if he fucking rang <laughs> he a He doesn't know how to use the duck. Imagine if we got through to Graham. Jesus Christ. Um, would, the mind boggles where that would go as well. Um. But yeah, like the whole premise of this movie is absolutely, I would love to say ludicrous, but it's not. It's it's quite simply done. It is basically the the, the age old t- tale of man out of time, uh, basically trying to reinvent himself. It is basically just thinking back. This is probably uh, what Captain America, um, the Marvel Universe ripped off. Basically, Captain America is just basically de- the the Marvel version of Demolition Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's why basically done it worse in my opinion as well because I know I'm not a big uh, Captain America fan when it comes to the, the movie as well. I didn't like the first movie. Mm. It was quite a slow build up. Yes, but Winter Soldier is probably one of the best in the whole Marvel franchise. <laughs> It was okay, but yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. Like I, said, I don't want Sammy to start raging and kicking off all over again. Like say losing his shit over over something as simple as that, because it'll happen. It'll happen again. But um, the other things, like say the premise in the movie is basically, as you said, um, they're trying to rehabilitate all these frozen cons. Um, because since basically all the jails are overpacked, and instead of having them like um in jails, they were freezing them or freezing the worst of the worst. And I yeah. don't understand, like, say, with John Spartan being such a decorated police officer, uh, him having to be frozen never made sense to me. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, a, I, I know they said he, like, his decision led to 30 deaths, but that in America, yeah, but... in America, wouldn't he just get a slap in the wrist and told, don't, don't do that again? So I've got a massive problem with this. Right. I, I don't have any problems with this movie, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make sense. So Simon Phoenix, it shows you his rap sheet mm-hmm. uh, later on when they're checking who he is on the film. Mm-hmm. And his rap sheet says, like, murder, homicide, rape, theft, mm-hmm. uh, possession of drugs, uh, creation of drugs. Um, and these are all, like, listed over and over and over. Um, and 
what does uh, what does John Spartan do? Mm-hmm. He goes in and stops a guy that he's searched by himself for two years for. Mm-hmm. The police couldn't do anything about it. He's gone on a solo mission, mm-hmm. took down like seven bad guys, mm-hmm. and then carried Wesley Snipes out of a exploding building. Mm-hmm. They did a thermo scan before mm-hmm. going in, which um, what's it called? Lamb mm-hmm. could have even attested right. to. Yep. Um, and he's done all of this, saved the day, but unfortunately the hostages had died. Mm-hmm. They were already dead. Yep. They weren't found in the buildings. Spoilers. Until afterwards. And then Simon Phoenix goes, he said he didn't care. He, he, like, it's all his fault. And the police captain just goes, well, I'm going to take the word of this complete fucking madman. <laughs> You're getting seven, 70 years mm-hmm. in a cryogenic prison. And just to top it off, that's the one thing that he's getting sent down for with mm-hmm. no evidence against him. Mm-hmm. Simon Phoenix gets a parole hearing before John Spartan? <laughs> How? The, the parole hearing I can understand because that was orchestrated by the like the main bad guy uh, who wanted to kill um, yeah. Edgar Friendly. Let's just take a second for the names though as well. Like John Spartan, Simon Phoenix, Edgar Friendly just to name a few, uh, and like say Sandra Bullock's kind of was Lena Huxley. Like, did, did the person who think of these names just think of like, uh, what would we name these these movie characters from the 50s or if like we're in some kind of gumshoe or like a Dick Tracy novel and stuff like that. Um, the names are absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, um, I get you, like that, that one thing as well. And the, watching it back, like say over the last few days, I still piss myself laugh at the start where Stallone just attaches himself to the helicopter and sit and opens the door and jumps out what must be about 40, 50 feet in the air and basically snaps back. So it's not a like say a bungee cord, it's just a rope. So basically as soon as he hits that bottom of the rope, his spine's just gonna be snapped in half. And all he does is shoot um, some people and unhooks himself. <laughs> in the uh, in the comics, he jumps out and it's it's just a normal rope. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like going, I have to time this right. And I think it's like literally as it's about to snap back, mm-hmm. he just cuts it with his knife. Right. So like just to stop the tension or something like that. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't yeah. explain it. <laughs> I don't think it would work. No. It, it, it certainly would die. Like I said, that, that that would be the whole thing. But watching back now, I like, probably should have realised more. I got so many Robocop vibes from this as well. It's it's almost like corporate greed and makes it in the nineties or the eighties. That was the big bad guy for any type of like thing. But the whole idea is basically uh, to live in this utopia type world, basically freedom and freedom of choice and freedom to basically uh, do everything that sounds fun or kind of enjoyable has been outlawed, which would you want to live in that type of world? No, I mean, it, it... It would be peaceful and safe, which mm-hmm. would be great. Yeah, because the world we live in at the moment is a bit shit. It's like there's bad stuff. Would you all swap the time. that for a cheeseburger though? No, nah, uh, I want my cheeseburger. Yeah. I, I would eat rat burgers if there was. If all I could eat was salad, and right. I found someone selling rat burgers, I'm eating mm. rat. Yeah, it did look tasty. It looked like a good burger as it well. Does. Um, I just like say that the whole like premises and and like say in this is just hilarious. I know a few people in the chat have been uh, naming a few things like Taco Bell restaurants, self-driving cars, uh, Arnie's political career. Uh, th- those are just a few things. So were they on your list there, uh, there Lee? So the list I've got, mm-hmm. uh, let's drag this up. So 
uh, video calls. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, yep. Self-driving electric cars. Mm -hmm. um, they've basically got Alexa, mm -hmm. like just basically Alexa. Mm -hmm. Alexa, deluminate. <laughs> Illuminate. <laughs> yeah. uh, no contact handshakes. That's a quite recent one. Right. Okay. Like greetings and salutations. Yes, um, that's fine. Arnie going into politics mm -hmm. uh, and contactless payments. Well, there is people now that's getting implants in the hands that work as a like a contactless card. So that, right. that that's been something that's been around for the last few years. That uh, rather than getting like because the same technology that go on the back of your, your mobile phones or your contactless cards, you can get it uh, a chip put into your hand that has the same type of things. So you can use it to, like um, start your car. You can use it to turn your lights on. You can use it to basically make payments. So that, that technology is actually out there. There's people actually doing that at this moment. I can see people complaining about that, saying, oh, well, they could put anything in there. It could be a tracking device, mm -hmm. all whilst carrying the phone around. <laughs> it's the 5G argument all over again. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, it's scary how far, how close like certain things. It, it's almost like... the. They knew this technology was in the works. And I know during the 90s and the 80s, like the competitiveness between Arnie and, and Stallone was there. So they did have the little jabs in the movies. So I don't know if it was basically directed that he knew Arnie was going to go into politics. Because I know in Last Action Hero as well, they had um, Stallone in the in the Terminator role. He was the Terminator. Uh, yeah, and he's yeah. Good, he's good. that was his best role. That was it's good. Yeah, it's like... Mm. But because uh, if you watch the Arnie documentary on Netflix, there the, the talk about it and saying the rivalry was real, they actually hate them each other so much during the, this time because both of them wanted to be the best and be the biggest. And Stallone, Stallone actually says, unfortunately, Arnie was bigger than me, even though probably Stallone has probably had the better career now. If you look back, yeah, from like going back to Rocky and to what he's doing now, um, because I can't remember the last good. Arnie film. No, no, I can't. <laughs> so that sounds like it's another, uh, another, another podcast, another day there. Um, yep. the only thing that really threw me watching this back now is the fact that they had quite a big comedian, quite a big name for his time in such a small uh, role for Ed Edgar Fredley, like Dennis Leary. Um, yeah, I thought he was going to be playing a much bigger part in this. I don't know if that. Might have been the idea when they when they cast him, but it kind of seemed like his character or his presence was downgraded for like the Simon Phoenix and Stallone role. I'm not even sure about that. Um, Honest, I've I know Edgar, not Edgar Friendly. Uh, Dennis Leary is a stand-up comedian, mm -hmm. but that's all I know about him. Right, and apparently he likes to go on big rants, and the the directors just wanted to let him go for one and just <laughs> let him drive away. Let's go off. But no, because like in the nineties and stuff. He was on the cusp of being the next big thing. Like I said, there was a lot of things that he was supposed to be going to be in. He's done a lot of TV shows and stuff like that. So um, I think at the time, but that Edgar Friendly role, it, it felt like it was going to be something bigger. It, it felt like it was going to flesh out to something, but it just seemed to be not fully realised, if that makes sense. Especially when we got to the ending part, when like they've got the whole him and the police chief of those they got the total polar opposites and outlooks and Sloan does the whole hey you guys do this you guys do that come find the middle and that's where we'll live now and it's like okay Stallone is the law again 
but um, <laughs> but it just felt like that role or that that presence in that role that was probably like meant for something, and it just I haven't got got on the cutting floor or like say maybe I'm just reading too much into it. They've definitely cut quite a lot out mm-hmm. um, because when Stallone meets Edgar Friendly, mm-hmm. the woman standing next to him mm-hmm. is John Spartan's daughter. Right. Okay. Um, and when um, Simon Phoenix shows up on the bridge and he's shooting down at him, mm-hmm. um, you see Stallone covering some woman mm-hmm. and he's protecting his daughter. Right. But they've just completely cut that out. And then at the end, there's only one other mention of her where... Um, just before he kisses Sandra Bullock at the end, mm-hmm. there's, you see some woman walking away from him, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where he was arranging to meet up with his daughter and finally right. reconnect and go for dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they've just cut that out, and you just see like her walking away just at the very end bit. Oh, interesting. See, that would that's probably why, like I say, I felt like something was missing because if she was with Edgar Friendly, that to me makes more sense. Why I know. They probably said he's from that time he understands he wants to live the like that, that life but he would have more connection or more reasons like to be um like supporting edgar friendly's type battle inside it if his daughter's involved so yeah no i, I quite like that i i think we need to start a petition now like the snyder cut we need the 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 stallone's daughter cut um uh, or the the spartan daughter cut shall we say <laughs> So we'll get good on that course. I've read, the, <laughs> I've read the comics, which mm-hmm. uh, have some of these in. I didn't realize it was a uh, book as well. Right. Which I've I've, I've ordered the book. Okay. Uh, that's meant to be coming like next week or something. Right. But there's quite a few bits being cut out. Mm-hmm. So um, Lam, the the older black guy that works mm-hmm. in the precinct, right? The old helicopter pilot. He goes with them to open the sewer door. Right. Uh, when John Spartan goes down, and that's the last time you see him in the film. Mm-hmm. When Wesley Snipes escapes from the sewer, mm-hmm. he comes across him, mm-hmm. shoots him, and kills him. Right. Okay. Which I think that's quite a shame they missed that about out because that would have been quite an emotional moment. We never and you don't him. feel any loss yeah. in the whole film. Yeah. We don't see anything um, like of him again in the film. So I wonder if that actually happened. It's been cut out. Also, there was meant to be an epic fight between Stallone and Jesse Ventura's character. Right. Because he just disappears off the map as well. Yeah. <laughs> Last time you see him, he shoots a... Oh, Cochrane, is he called? The main bad guy? Oh, uh, right. Cockrell? Uh, let's see if I can get his name there. Uh, Dr. Raymond... Uh, oh, I know he's playing by Nigel Hawthorne. Um, yeah. The... I, I just remember it's got cock in there somewhere. <laughs> um, oh, I can if anyone can remember his name, I can't find it now. It's cutting it off, but... Um, yeah, that was an interesting take, but I love the idea as well of this as like like reprogramming people, like with with certain traits or certain abilities, and basically, um, again, that's more down to the fear mongering in the future of like the government putting things in your head and making you want to do things or the certain certain needs. But the the fact that they made him be obsessed with knitting or seamstress um like was was the most uh like interesting vocab but the only thing again that i found was a bit strange as well is how the maids like even though the mentally prepared simon phoenix for all his things sloan actually says that they made him three times stronger 
So how Sorry, did they... who's, who's this? So oh made... yes, I'm in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, they made him three times stronger. So how can they make him Superman? Did they pump him for the steroids as well when he was in the ice and stuff like that? Um, I don't know if he is three times stronger by the end because mm. he is punching Stallone and it's not like he's punching his head off or anything. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning, mm -hmm. he grabs a police officer out of the car and throws him with one hand mm -hmm. across the street. Yeah. Um, another thing that was cut from the film, mm -hmm. when he's uh, unfreezing all of the other prisoners, there was meant to be some that were ready to be able to fight Stallone. Mm -hmm. And Simon Phoenix starts injecting them with megamphetamine. Right. Like a megamphetamine. Uh, <laughs> stuff uh, or adrenaline, mega, mega adrenaline. That's it. Sorry, right? Um, which made them stronger. So yeah. possibly that might be some part of the right, so unfreezing process, or he might have found it himself before leaving the place. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Very cool. Um, it's one of those. Because I can't like over analyze the movies. Like I know when we say we're going to review these things, you, you look at it with a different lens. Films are meant to be like there to sit and just enjoy, and this is one of the yeah. most fun ones. You can just sit back and if you turn your brain off and don't overthink, it goes from A to B quite quickly, and it's it is entertaining. But as you said, when you look at it and think this quite doesn't make sense, this doesn't feel right, or and certain things, and it's a shame if they have cut these elements out just to make like a streamlined movie. But that's probably where streaming is now where we probably would get the full feature-length film if it did come out these days, where all these extra things in. But it would be a longer movie, and people would probably complain as much now. It wouldn't make it a, a bad movie or a worse film, but I can. it feels like there's a lot missing now when I'm watching it back. Uh, one bit not cut, mm -hmm. which was just a, an accident. Right. Jack Black. Have you noticed Jack Black in this film? No, no, I didn't. Uh, when um, when Sloan meets Edgar Friendly, so mm -hmm. it's got his daughter on one side and then Jack Black's on the other side of him. Right. Very young Jack Black. Mm -hmm. um, he'd been waiting on set for about 90 days, I think it is. Like, thinking, oh, do you need us today? No. Do you need us today? No. Do you need us today? No. Finally, he slept in one day and uh, and he was like, oh, crap, I better get to the studio. He was driving along. His agent rang him going, where you're at? And he was like, chill they haven't needed this it's fine he's like this is the day you need it on set you've got a you've got a big line and he's like oh crap <laughs> and he's just like yeah i don't think he was too positive it was just something like are we gonna get them now edgar <laughs> it was something like that and he was like some crappy line in a movie i, I oh, don't care bless I, I didn't notice it was jack like, i might have to rewind it back and watch it and go through but yeah um I, what, I remember when this first came out because I am that old. Like, say the release date was nineteen ninety three. Um, there was like a a big buzz about this movie, and um, it wasn't where like as I said at the start, where you got internet and look at the trailers and stuff. There was like an EA or like a special uh, ten minute documentary type thing showing you like the making of the movie and what was coming on. And I always found it fascinating that. The Stallone that gets frozen that you see in the ice, they made a life size waxwork model of Stallone. And yeah. he, he he meant to have had arguments with like the people on set over the size of his manhood. <laughs> so because apparently they did make it like anatomically correct and everything in the way, but he wasn't happy because he thought they made he made his cock too small in the model. 
I mean, he would be nice, so <laughs> it would be cold. That that would have been an excuse, be but I always found it quite amusing that like, like Stallone kicking off about a waxwork model of himself. <laughs> that's only going to be that that must have took like, how long for them to make, and it's only going to be in the shot for what thirty seconds to two minutes, <laughs> which is hilarious. Oh, that's long enough for us to notice it every single time. <laughs> your, your eyes just dart to it immediately. Like, oh god, I looked. Oh, oh I looked again. Uh, Jake's just pointing as well that the actual wax model is in a bar in Elia somewhere on the wall. So it was in Planet Hollywood. All right, I think. Um, but then I think it's been moved. So it's not sure where it is. Planet now. Hollywood still a thing now. I, I yeah, I, I don't know. That might be why it's not there anymore. If it's right. been shut down. I know a lot of them closed down. I know the one in Florida did, um, but we—I I think we the, there was one in London as well. But I think that definitely went went by the wayside. Um, I, I see. I went to the one in Florida and that had a, like say some uh, one of Marty's outfit from Back to the Future in, and that was a highlight for me. But I was just like, we've got to sit next to Marty. But yeah, um, so I know, like I say, we've talked about like Stallone's roles and like say his best performances. Uh, Wesley Snipes is like a polarizing character for a lot of different reasons now because of like behavior off outside of movies, but for some reason when it comes to like say certain franchises or certain things, he can turn it on and turn it off and be like the highlight of like a movie. I remember this. I've talked about Blade. We can talk about like White Man Can't Jump. Like he, like for for an actor that had literally everything, it's got her in like where where it's gone now type thing with him he's, he's an amazing actor um he's he's like black gary oldman mm. like gary oldman can put himself in the different roles and you can see him in another film and go mm -hmm. holy shit is that is that gary oldman because he just looks different all the time mm -hmm. you put simon phoenix next to blade mm -hmm. they don't even look related no i would like to say that fight though that would be an interesting fight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like say that's a comic we need now blade versus simon phoenix um <laughs> to... I, I, I love his hair in this film and his outfits as well mm. i don't think we talk about fashion ever on this <laughs> podcast but that's the only cool guy i've ever seen in dungarees what? and um apparently apparently he hated his hair he right. shaved his hair as soon as the finished filming right okay well i think that hair was so cool until Cisco ruined it later in the nineties. I was gonna say, oh, are we gonna make see a comeback in with Lee's form of the, the Simon <laughs> Phoenix hairstyle uh, on the next twenty four hour podcast? That's coming up. We'll say guess the hairstyle, or we if we, when we have in the auction, you can pay to uh, money to just to style Lee's hair. So that could be something that we could auction off as well as oh, Goodwill's dear. virginity. Oh, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> Oh, you know. I shouldn't say what am I getting myself into after you mentioned Goodwill's virginity. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we know that's going to go for big bucks, so that's fine. <laughs> He's probably watching back now, going, "I fucking hate these guys." But yeah. <laughs> so, so regarding, like, see the outfits as well. Like, I do love the outfits in this. Um, I know at the start when you first meet Simon Figgs, he's wearing these like. Is it stripy or checkered pants? Where it almost looks like his Joker-esque type outfit. It's like almost kind of like you oh. could imagine him being in Gotham City and being a, a villain for Batman. Um, but I, as as with any action movie in in the nineties or the eighties, like the catchphrases that stuck with this movie as well. Like literally, you can't like when you mentioned uh, Demolition Man, people always come up with like the one line is they'll always say like Teddy Bear. Um, 
Oh. Is it cold in here, or is it just me? God, <laughs> good memory. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is quintessential. You you couldn't you don't get many of these type of action movies now where like the one liners or the catchphrases and stuff. It's always got to have like a joke in or to take it almost either. You get the opposite. You either get too serious or too jokey. These ones used to hit like the sweet spot of like saying being niche, where they were cheesy as fuck, but um, they also like say always entertaining. Yeah, I don't think there's any amazing one-liners anymore, apart from mm-hmm. they just bring back the old ones. Yeah, like if Arnie's in a movie, they've got to put "I'll be back" <laughs> in there somewhere. Like, as we've got with the Expendables, like doesn't matter how many versions. Like every time Arnie's in it, I'll be back. Bless him. No, you've been back too many times. No, I'll be back. <laughs> oh, if, they, if they make another Terminator film again. Oh, God, please don't. Uh... <laughs> well, another one. Oh, on the... There's only two. There's only two. Look, it... If Goodwill can say there wasn't an Uncharted movie came out in 2022, mm-hmm. there's only two Terminator movies. See, I, my argument with that, I don't think Terminator 3 is a bad movie. It just oh, had the wrong casting for uh, John Carter. John Car- um... it's, a, it's a comedy. Yeah. But not not really. It's not really a comedy. It, I think a lot of it gets a lot of hate because of they had a female Terminator. And I think that that was a lot of the, the hatreds towards I, it. But the guy, I who, think Chris mm-hmm. Christina Logan, she was brilliant. Mm-hmm. She was a great Terminator. Yeah, I think they just made fun of everything too much, like the the star sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's an amazing scene which the the cut as well about um have seen, uh, where Arnie is the army general. Right. Lieutenant Candy. Okay. He's like, ha, I'm Lieutenant Candy. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you not seen that? No, I'm, I've not seen that. I'm glad I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, I, I've, got, I've got a little bit of love for Terminator 3. Like Anything that came afterwards, um, I think with that, just a lot of the stuff just comes... Um, I can see the casting that they got wrong, something for John. Got, um, for John. That, like I said, you needed someone like... A bit di- dirty, a bit like, greasy. Like say, Edward Furlong was perfect for that role, and yeah. I know you couldn't cast him again after his problems, but you find someone along that that lines that irk. Uh, like say, Nick Stiles, unfortunately, is just too clean cut and too too nice looking to really feel like say the street rat role, shall we say? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that again going off in tangents as well. Um, <laughs> so yes, uh, like say. What was your like favorite parts of Demolition Man? What what things would you say stand out? Um, I love uh, Simon Phoenix mm-hmm. when he's in the phone box at the beginning, mm-hmm. and that fight between the police officers and him. Um, the soundtrack is amazing. Like it's not even a song that's playing; mm-hmm. it's like someone on mixing decks, like. Pew! <laughs> like, so we're getting, uh, we're getting, like, we're getting of, Lee beatboxing now, so we know we're getting new talents now. <laughs> it, it just it's timed perfectly with it. Whoever's done it, mm-hmm. and then he he's a, he has a fight with that other guy, and he's good, mm-hmm. <laughs> like teaching him how to punch. <laughs> um, oh, I'm trying to think of other bits as well. Mm-hmm. Just it, it's difficult to pick a moment because the whole movie yeah. is perfect. I, I think. As you said, the initial action scene at the start is, is you know what what you're setting yourself in for, what you're gonna get. But I do like the confirmation in 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 as you said in the museum where Simon and um and 
I can't get it. Uh, si- with Simon Phoenix and uh, can't get me words out now. Uh, Stallone's character, uh, Spartan, goes at it like fully, and then they go into the old ruins of uh, Elia when like the earthquake hit, and it's like a last like the space and time. And then Simon Phoenix realizes what the gun can do, and his reaction to that is um, is hilarious as well. And the fact that as well he gets electrocuted, and all he does is just fly in the air and has no burn marks, no ill feelings. Like, yeah, <laughs> he can survive that shit. But yeah, that that whole fight scene as well. I know I probably get a little bit stick for this. My disappointing scene uh, part of the movie is the ending. I think the the end fight is a little bit lackluster. It's not, I, I was expecting more, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, again, I think this is because they cut mm-hmm. the scene where he was meant to be fighting all of these, mm-hmm. like, basically roided up criminals. Right. So, that um, so yeah, so you think that would have basically led more, given us a bit more like, of an ending or a satisfying ending, shall we say? I wonder if we would have got a Jeffrey Tarner, though. Oh, I don't know if God. we would be brave enough to put that in, because he yeah. was frozen. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was one of the things that commented, because that was a brave decision to have that, like, Throw away a comment in there as well. It's like the Jeffrey Dahmer. I, I love, love that, that guy. guy. <laughs> like, wow. Especially again. If the I wonder if the re-release Blade Runner and not Blade Runner Demolition Man, like say in a four K or like a special release. I wonder if that line is still in this movie <laughs> at this part. I, I think they'd have to. Hmm. I mean, if they're going to release that, not even a year after the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 been enough time already. It's not too soon anymore. <laughs> it's not too soon, yes. But yeah, I was a little tight in the back when I heard Jeffrey Dahmer's name. I probably when I watched it the first time, I probably didn't get it or like say get the joke because I said in the nineties and being with the UK, Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't a big name back then. Um, but now watching it back, I say it was kind of like almost like a, a double take saying, "Did he just say what I think, thought he just said?" But um, like I, say, I, I did, I did laugh at the thing. Oh, I shouldn't really laugh, but I did laugh. Um, but yes. So with these movies as well, I know you're a big fan of this one, and I know there's, it's got like a quite a big cult following. What would you give this out of five? If you're going to give five. this out of five. five, so this is the perfect <laughs> movie. Even, not even hesitating. <clears throat> yeah. there, there's a lot of plot holes, mm-hmm. but um, what what is it? Armageddon? Where? Yeah, it is. Where? Um, What's it called? Ben Affleck said. Mm. To, is it Michael Bay, the director? I, don't know, I can't remember now. I, I, I can't remember who the director. Mm. It's someone like Michael Bay where Ben Affleck was like, why don't they just train the astronauts to use a drill? Mm-hmm. And he just goes, shut up, that's why. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Like, um, they're, they're not allowed to eat meat in Demolition Man, are they? No, no. But I... what, what is the number one requested song on oh. the radio? The, uh, Armored, Armored uh, Hot Dogs. Hot Dogs. Kids love to eat armored hot dogs. Why do kids love to eat hot dogs made of meat? They can't. But that, why is that uh, the number one song? Well, that's why I can't. I get confused about this movie as well at times. This this is my rating's probably only a three. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's entertaining, but it makes no sense at times. Where the band anything to do that that they think could be bad for you. Why would like why would only commercials be allowed to be played if? If if they like say if they weren't bad for you because commercials are now seen as a devil for a lot of things because they're advertising things that are bad for you and not great. Where music, which 
can help a lot of people. Why is music now deemed as bad? I mean, it possibly could be like corporation bribery. Mm -hmm. So right. like, oh, you're changing everything in the world. Well, we still want to advertise our products. Mm -hmm. Here's some money. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, well, we're not having any like rock music or rap music anymore. Just adverts. Just adverts. So, and again, we're watching it back now. I get confused by this as well. So during the whole uh, restaurant wars, Pizza Hut and like say certain things stayed alive. If if they were it, banning and getting rid of the worst things that was bad for you, surely pizza would have been on the chopping block for the first thing that they would get rid of. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so do do you remember Pizza Hut or Taco Bell? I. I can't remember. I remember Taco Bell being mentioned. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's strange because the one I watched two days ago was Taco Bell. Right. Um, Pizza Hut was for the UK and possibly like some part of Europe. Right. Okay. I did not. But know Taco that. Bell's the original. Right. The, uh, they had to like basically Photoshop all of them scenes. Right. But I don't know if Taco Bell didn't have rights to do the advertising here, or if people just didn't know what Taco Bell was. So that's a good fact. I did not know that because, like, yeah, I've seen it a few times, and I've seen different versions. I've seen the Taco Bell. Um, I think when I downloaded it, but I did notice when I watched the one yesterday that um, it had Pizza Hut as the sign as well instead of the Taco Bell, and I just thought it was yeah. just like a throwaway comment. But yeah, so depending on which version or which part of the world that you're in, you got a different yeah. takeaway type thing. But, but to be fair, um, I mean, I watched it on um, Amazon mm -hmm. the other day, so I don't know if that's because it's an American company. Mm -hmm. It might have just given me the American version. Possibly. Have you have you been using the different thing to, to hide you where you live and stuff like that, so you get extra extra things? Oh, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing you can't spook, you can't hide from your internet company to get because we used to do it for the Netflix because you used to get, be able to get all the American shows on Netflix where you got the UK ones on the UK one. So if you spoofed and pretended you were in the US, you used to get all the US shows. Well, that sounds a bit too technical for me. Dodge up north. Giving you the hints and tips all the way there. Um, but yes, GX uh, pointed out as well that uh, he told us this in the top five action movies. But to be fair though, Jake, that was nearly a year and a half ago. So um, to remember everything that we've discussed on every single podcast is getting... And, and I have got memory issues. I am old as well. Don't forget that. <laughs> so, do you... Because with Stallone and everything as well, normally you get about 15 sequels. Why did we not get a sequel <laughs> to Demolition Man? <laughs> I don't know. I just I think maybe he just didn't know where to go with it. Right. Could go back but in time it... or like refreeze him or unfreeze him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like, if anything, mm -hmm. they should have went... And sorted the rest of the country out as well, because mm -hmm. I imagine that uh, San Angeles isn't the only place where this is happening. Mm -hmm. So I'd assume we'd have to go and start shutting down all the other cryo prisons, mm -hmm. and then trying to police the new world, which I suppose will just turn into Judge Dredd. True, true. But that always, like, say, <clears throat> what I wanted to find more interesting now, as an older, I didn't think of it much as a as a younger person, but now when I watch it back. Because they don't really mention other places around the world or in America, I want to know what kind of dystopia or what that's turned into, how how it is governed. Like 
because they don't mention like a uh, president or like say America as a country. It's all about like say the that that little county that's kind of lived in. And now the guy who runs the corporation, he runs everything that goes in, especially the prisons and stuff. So surely a higher government would have more talent. Or has that as America now broken up into a different uh, dystopians as well? I'm I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> hopefully, when I get this novelization of it, it mm-hmm. might explain a bit more. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure he says something about he's doing this whole Simon Phoenix thing to like get the utopia utopia that he wants mm-hmm. to release it everywhere else. I think. Right. Okay. So it's kind of like a corporation that he can sell on as marketing. Saying, Look, this is what we've accomplished. All we need to do is to roll it out, almost like a franchise type thing, like how McDonald's took over the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. No, interesting. So yes, um, and because I know you said you've been getting a lot of your factoids down, you've been having your notes. Is there any of your factoids that you've haven't haven't laid on us yet? Uh, I missed one of my um things. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. not really a prediction, but it's more just like a statement, which is uh there's the guy that Wesley Snipes pulls out of the phone box. Mm-hmm. Although it's not really a phone that the guy's using, mm-hmm. it's a self help machine, right. and it's like you are an incredibly sensitive man who inspires joy, joy feelings, and those all around you. <laughs> and this guy's like, <laughs> and Simon Phoenix just pulls him out. <laughs> uh, you using computers and stuff like that for valid self valid validation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's essentially Facebook. You <laughs> online. Well, well wait there. Facebook, Facebook isn't the like pro and happy place. I've seen people mm-hmm. saying I'm down and sad, and other people's been posting saying go and kill yourself. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well apart, minus the trolls because yeah. I don't think there's too many of them in this utopia. Yes, <laughs> or oh, in nerdy up north as well. They seem to get booted as well. We have lost a few members over the last week due to the narrowed mindness of a few bellends, shall we say? But uh, hey ho. <laughs> Um, one more, I think, which is um, in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, this was released as Rambo the Destroyer. What? <laughs> really? Um, they'd, had, they'd had success over there with uh, the Rambo movies right. and Conan. Yeah. So they were like, well, let's just call this Rambo the Destroyer, and that'll lure people in to come and see it. If, if anyone can find I the poster or like a... Uh, like a DVD cover with that on, that would be awesome. I'd love to see that. Uh, Rambo the Destroyer. I might just Photoshop it myself and say, look, this new movie that's coming out next year. Uh, so, I know... Well, one more, actually, sorry. Oh, yeah. um, so, I've mentioned all of these scenes that were cut. Mm-hmm. There was one scene, or well, one part which they actually haven't put into the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole beginning sequence wasn't originally there. Right, okay. Um, so, it was meant to just be starting from them waking up in the future mm-hmm. but uh frank decker mm-hmm. had done a rewrite and said if you don't show kansas mm-hmm. oz isn't special yeah no i get that <laughs> I, I i probably wouldn't have got um that's probably why that bit does feel a little bit like rushed us uh, stuck on it in, in ways at times because as you said yeah. at the start when we were having the conversation <clears throat> it makes no sense that he gets sent down for everything that happens when it's just the word of like a madman saying he made me do it. He he didn't care. He just wanted to take me down. It's always like I know, like the American justice system is quite uh, wonky-eyed at, at the best of times. But surely they're not that wonky-eyed. Where um, like I say, a decorated police officer with B 
basically, uh, let's say, um, a, yeah, he, um, a, a, a spotted, spotted past. <laughs> he made a thousand, over a thousand arrests in three years. How many of them people so were the f- guilty, though? That's the question we need to ask. <laughs> but if the froze him, was he? Just, he must have just been doing all the work. <laughs> How did they manage to get all the uh, criminals frozen mm-hmm. to create this utopia? Probably didn't. Probably just killed them all. Uh, they, they probably just yeah. created murder, death, kills. But that again, um, one of the most ridiculous terms as well. It's not just murder. It's murder, death, kill. So it's kind of like <laughs> emphasizing the murder part that it ends in death and that someone kills. It's like. Bit of overkill, but yeah. And what was the what was the way they used to say to people to say goodbye? Be well, be well, everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be well, John Spartan. Mellow greetings. <laughs> but again, that's just another thing that that happened because what was the um what during lockdown the saying? So a lot of people when people used to say goodbye used to be stay safe. Yeah. So again, yeah, definitely another thing that just basically happened that we didn't realize. So yes, um. Jess has been careful of Google and Rambo the Destroyer. Just getting some uh, certain fan fiction that probably his Goodwill could read out on his next Twitch stream, yes. So, yes. Um, I think this is a good movie. It's not perfect by any means, but it's one of the ones where you shut your brain off and just enjoy and just rock and roll with it. And it, it's fun from start to finish. Um, it's it, Could it be improved? Yes. Should it be improved? No. That's probably my take on it as well. Uh, if there was like say scenes cut out with um, like Spartan's daughter, I wouldn't mind seeing that cut if they ever did re- release like a director's cut or a different version. I think that could add to it, but um, I wouldn't change too much of it. Being honest, even though I I took the piss a little bit, I don't think it needs to be changed too much. To be honest with you, there. Nah, I wouldn't change a single thing, <laughs> apart from maybe putting in those extra scenes. And just a question about your hat. How long have you had the hat? Did you get it specially for the podcast, or have you had it, it for a while? It arrived, yes. It arrived yesterday. <laughs> and uh, this is a bit of card with silver tape on, because I couldn't get the patch. <laughs> oh, and this this vest thing that I'm wearing, mm-hmm. it's a, I, I need to tear it up. It's a 20-kilogram vest, because I bought it ages ago thinking I could do weight training um, <laughs> and I wore it once and then put it in the garage <laughs> bless you uh, so Jake's oh. just announced as well so Jake will be streaming tonight at uh, I don't know what time Jake if you're in the chat tell us what time uh, he says there's going to be no fan fiction tonight I will take on a, a twitch slot and he will be doing uh, be full on Debbie Downer mode if whatever that means so if Jake will be on the Nerdy Up North Twitch channel tonight also as well um, Goodwill is not live this Friday as I found out yesterday he is going to be live on Saturday from Annick Castle um, actually Sean Fennick and Graham's going to be involved with the Totten Trek um, this Sunday's episode I believe it is the X-Men episode so Jake I hope you are getting the X-Men knowledge because you probably forgot you're going to be you on this Sunday um, so, so that's uh, more fun stuff but I am looking forward to the X-Men episode that is going to be entertaining because so many different viewpoints on that because there's people who's a fan of the comics there's people who are fans of the cartoon especially with the new cartoon coming out now um, and also like say the movies and what we're getting now with Deadpool 3 and where that's going to go on it, it should be uh, quite interesting and Jake said he is live from 6.30 tonight uh, anything you want to promote there Lee? Uh, no, nothing I can think of. Nothing I can think of. 
So what 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 is the next film you're going to throw into the the hat for the vote for people to try and uh, think? So get 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 the first one out now so that we can uh, try and build a following for it. See if we can get you to come back on again. Oh, see, I would say me second greatest action movie would be Terminator Two. No. I've always said it's between <laughs> me top. I mean, me top action movies are between Terminator Two and Demolition Man, and Demolition Man wins by just a bit. To be fair, Terminator Two is not a bad movie. I do enjoy the movie, but it does get so much love that Terminator One deserves. Now, Terminator One is the better movie, hands down. If you watch them back to back, Terminator One is the greatest movie from start to finish. I agree. Terminator One is a better story, mm-hmm. but Robert Patrick is one of the greatest villains of all time in Terminator 2. Arnie as the Terminator, there's nothing as scary as Arnie Arnold Schwarzenegger as as the T-800 in Terminator 1. He is unstoppable, unrelenting, and just focused on the mission. Robert Patterson is good, but it's not as scary in my eyes. But again, that's where the debate comes to. So we'll throw Terminator 2 in the hat. Um, we'll add and a few more. I, I think into... you, I think you mentioned Robocop as well. Robocop did well, but it didn't think so. Robocop could be added to the list as well, mm. but I'll have to think of some others to try and not make it as action packed because I know Jake would kill, yeah. would actually kill me if I tried talking about Robocop without him as well. <laughs> um, but yes, so that was our review of Demolition Man. So a little cheeky dinner time special, um, for anyone who wanted to skive, um. Uh, during the lunch break. So yes, um, we have got a lot of stuff coming out. And remember, I will be sorting out stuff and trying to organise things for the 24-hour stream and have a lot of things planned for that. I don't know how we're going to fit it all into 24 hours. Some people's going to have to stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning to keep up with the shit that we're going to be doing. But yeah, um, it's going to be entertaining. And like I say, this is like I say, almost Lee's third appearance now on the Nerdy Up North podcast is this right is this the is this yeah yeah this is number three number three are you, are you beating Peaches yet or is it tie in with Peaches I don't know how many I times th- Peaches has been think, on I think it's a tie mm-hmm. but I am on not Sunday coming because that's X-Men mm-hmm. possibly the Sunday after is that when we were doing top five spy movies yes we that's penciled in that might be changing I'm not going to lie but uh, I'll keep his info um <laughs> That's because like I said, we've got, oh, a lot, to come on got a lot of things fit in. And like I said, hopefully, like I said, if it doesn't change, like I said, it's top five spy movies, which well, be, it is what it is. But, <laughs> um, but yes, so um, same bat time, same bat channel. Be well. I thought you were going to say, stay nerdy, everyone. Sam didn't even get <laughs> finished there. That's fine. Um, <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> bye.